I'd rather play behind a good one than a bad one. This is the tight five, of course. Now, Brad, mm. give, uh, give me a quick uh, run over the teams. Well, I just want to quickly look at the Chiefs for a sec because that's where your heart lies. And mm. if I look at this, maybe your your, um, your brain might lie as well. Uh, just a few names I'll throw out at you within their tight five. Uh, Aiden Ross, Oli Norris, uh, Tyron Thompson, Samasoni, Takiyaho, uh, Josh Lords, uh, Tupuvai, Samapini, Finau. That's a pretty uh, good makeup of play that are going to feature in their tight five. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially considering that they've lost Brady Retallick uh, from that. Tupo, Jimmy Tupo, good pickup, experienced campaigner, knows his way around so he can hump out the young fellas, I guess, around a lot of their line-out stuff. Josh Lord, all black. Luke, yeah. Tupo yeah. Vai, all black locks. And then Salby Rickett, who went up to the Chiefs two years ago. Oh, it's, it's staggering for me that he went there, considering the locking the locking depth that they had and where he was he was on the fringe of being an All Black Selby record probably two years ago and he mm. went to the Chiefs had a year holding a tackle bag essentially so he'll get more chances this year um, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes uh, Ollie Norris you, you mentioned Brad uh, if there is another bolter apparently uh, there's big raps on Ollie Norris yeah if there's, if there's a first time Chief All Black this year it's potentially him. He has height, like Carl Heyman sort of height. He's a big, so, he is a big, big man. Yeah, and we know that back in the day, obviously, they loved Carl Heyman's height yep. at line-out time. Um, but in your era, I said Sammy Pena that was obviously... Could he play at locker? Yeah, if, 100% uh, he could, uh, but yeah, so. there's no need for him to. Yeah. Uh, now, look at the Crusaders, and again, I mean, this is pretty impressive. Beef. Yes. Uh, oh. George Bauer, who hasn't played rugby in 12 months. Joe Moody, same sort of deal. Fletcher Newell had a breakout season last year. Uh, they've got Tamaiti Williams, of course. So they got pr- pretty covered, Beef. Uh, Cody Taylor, uh, Young Bell, of course, Scott Barrett, Cullen Grace, Quinton Strange. Uh, they That looks very scary. Well, yeah, and how dare you? How dare you, Brad? But you've also failed to mention 100 Test All Black. Are we Franks? Yeah, I did. Yes. I did. Yeah, and he's not, he doesn't even make your um, printout here. It is quite conceivable that uh, Quinton Strange will be the only non-All Black in their tight five, both on the field and on the bench. They are ridiculously loaded there now. Yeah, you could argue their four props could all be All Blacks this year as well. Their four, their four first choice prop. Well, you know, uh, when you look at the names of Bauer, Moody, Newell, and Williams, all four of those could make the All Blacks tomorrow. Could I'd say you'd almost put you'd put some sort of mortgages on it. Yeah, but they'll definitely be there. Yeah, they'll indeed. definitely be there. Uh, and big year for Cullen Grace Beef. Yes, had had a, had that sort of breakout season. What two or three seasons ago, and then injuries kind of curtailed it. And yeah, do you but, imagine him spending much time in the top five though? Well, he's listed as a type five on on their on their website. I know okay. we've had this chat before that he could be a six five, so uh, an eight six five potentially. But yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, you know, just chucked it in there for, yeah, no. for argument's sake. Right now, my beloved Blues beef. Yeah, talk to me about your beloved Blues and Ken's beloved Blues, it must be Indeed. said. Indeed. So, you know, you look at props to Angus Tavau, friend of the show, uh, Marcel Renato, who had a very good season last year, uh, offered song of Farsi, um, also in the hooker role, Kurt Eklund, Ricky Riccatelli. That's a good one to punch there for the Blues. Um, but where I think they might be struggling beef. Mm. As in the locking department with no Paddy two ups for the first potentially eight weeks of the season. You've got Sam Derry and Josh Bear, of course, who'll make his blues debut uh this weekend. Um is that is that a weak point for you when it comes to the blue side? Uh yeah, I think it's, I think when you look at what they've got elsewhere, I think it has to be considered that. Yeah. Um but it's been that for a couple of years. I th- I th- no depth. The the depth of the the blues type five I think has been a, an issue um for for a few years now. So Obviously, uh, getting Angus Tatavau up has, has added a bit of depth there, but I still think there's an aspect of paper thin 
And again, I'm thinking June. I'm thinking a semi-final against the Crusaders. Tough in, rugby time. In Christchurch. Is that going to be a type five that stacks up? So, interesting. I think injury is the key for the Blues is to avoid them at all costs when it comes to their <laughs> uh, type five. Now, let's go to the team of the Exeteras. Yes. Uh, the, which is the Hurricanes. Um, now, minus the Exeteras. A mm. uh, couple of players I really like, Xavier Namua and uh, obviously Tyrell Lomax, who yes. first doesn't play for the Highlanders, no. plays for the Hurricanes, doesn't he, Beef? Uh, um, and uh, Pori uh, Rakiti Stones, of course, had a very good season last year. Uh, and then when you look at their locking combinations, the likes of James Tucker, um, Walker Lawiri, who was very good last year. A few names there I'm not too familiar with, which would probably mean they're the Exeteras. Um, but but do, you, do you like what they're throwing back at you? Well, obviously, also you've got uh, Mafia Leo. Yes. He's a uh, very good scrummager. Mm. Uh, we, we mentioned Xavier Nomea. Uh, so, again, a little bit like the Blues, if there's a question mark, and I think the, you've got to say there probably is, it's around the locking department. And whether they've got the uh, the artillery to stand up in, in the big fixtures, so yeah. that'll be where they will want uh, the etcetras to to get going and uh, and really make an impact. So I mean, front row, it's uh, they'll be they'll be solid up front, no doubt about it. As far as scrum time, I think, but it just be the locks whether they've got enough there to compete when uh, when the whips are cracking. Speaking of that, I think the Hollanders have two very good props, obviously, Ethan DeGroote and uh, Daniel Leonard-Brown, so they got that covered. Um, but it's just... Graham Ainsley. It's, it's, just, it's just elsewhere. You know, it's just elsewhere where, where they might struggle. Although, Putty Putty Parkinson was very, very good a couple of seasons ago and kind of went off the ball a little bit. So uh, what, what do you make it... In fact, the tight five might be where the Hollanders are at their strongest. Yeah, well, I don't think the type, Mitchell Dunshay, yes. um, what's that, three years ago, he was an all-black uh, squad, oh, I, won't say, I think he was called in at one stage around the training training weeks. So between Mitchell Dunshay and uh, Putty Putty Parkinson, certainly got locks that you can uh, build build a team around. Jermaine Aisley, solid player as well. Very solid player. Yep. And Ethan DeGroote, I think, starting to, he'll get started to get to the age where he... He'll come away from that World Cup with plenty of lessons. I've read plenty of articles around Ethan uh, since uh, since that World Cup, and and obviously took a lot on board and t- took a lot of it personally. What? So I'd uh, I'd imagine he will have a big big campaign. If you go back and remember that conversation that you had with John Afol not that long ago, where he said he was a very early player and he went down and played a whole a couple of All Black front rowers, mm. and and he felt they took they they did enough to win, but took a lot. I think Ethan DeGroote to that stage now. Where he can he he won't like completely obliterate you, but he's going to do enough to dominate you because he's he's at that level of his game at the moment. Yeah. So for those that missed, Johnny Fowler came in one uh, one Friday, and he mentioned his debut was against Haymond, Oliver, and Hooft. Yeah. The great Carl Hoft, and uh, he's he was marking Hoft, and I said, "Jeepers, is a nineteen or twenty year old <laughs> prop? Man. What was that like?" I said, "Did you feel like your spine was going through your, your backside?" And he said, "Nah, Hofty uh, did enough to do what he needed to do for Otago and the Highlanders, but not enough to embarrass me." And Hofty, uh, if for those that know him, is a, a, a real lovely fella, and uh, hasn't really got a, a, a nasty bone in his body. I get the I get the feeling that there might be a little bit of nasty, a nasty, a little bit of nasty about Ethan Groot. So I don't know if he will be quite so kind. Yeah. if he's got on top of people. I mean, I remember, and I mentioned it to uh, Clark Dermody when we had him on the show. Two two games for for me stand out with uh, Ethan Groot as the last two years. Highlanders have played the Blues lead in Park, and I don't know if it was in quarterfinals or sort of last rounds of the of the year, and he has gone out and obliterated yeah. a Blues front row. 
which contained All Black after All Black. And I feel like he's at that point of career where he knows he can do that and almost every time, every prop he comes up against, he's that good. Um, and I just wonder if maybe he might, you know, just do enough to get the job done. Yeah, so there you go. Chief. As we said, the, the tight five for Landers yeah. won't be an issue. Yeah, it's the, So it's, all you Landers fans that have felt short change this week, yeah. as far as we've glossed over you, not today, not today. But are they the best? No, they're not. Would that be the two teams we mentioned at the top? In the no, 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 I must admit. And uh, I've got to bring some balance to the show. If my life depends on it, and I pick... And so we, it's red and blacks, isn't we it? We do like to play this game where, you know, we've been kidnapped by the Taliban or something like that. I'm getting I'm getting the Crusaders type five... To play for your life. To play for my life. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. And I might even go... And, and, and with that, it's, seen it's, it's absolutely on the line. I might say... I want the Crusaders, but I want Owie Franks out there. I just feel a bit more safer for my life if Owie's out there. Right. And I know he's probably not in their top three. but well, he um, might not be in their top four. No, nah, but I just feel, I don't know. If the Taliban's after me, I want Owie around. Well, I don't think you'd do any bad with any of the other guys. No, no, got. not at all. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. Not at all. But I just yeah. I just feel like Owie would be good in that situation. Brilliant. Yeah. So And so, Cody Taylor's back too, by the way, <laughs> in, yeah. my, in, in this situation. Yeah. So, so, this, <laughs> so the, in this competition, you, well, not competition, in this discussion, you've yes. had... The Chiefs have the best in every single uh, area of the field, except yep. for the tight five, but they still have a very, very good tight five. Very good tight five. Yeah. They're, they're second. So it's their they're competition to lose. I've said that a million times. Brilliant. Yep. There we go. It's on the record, folks. It's on the record. Now go watch the Hollanders just destroy everybody up front now. Well, that's what we said they could yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Today. exactly. Uh, we, we have not poo-pooed the Hollanders front five, that's for sure. <laughs>